Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Welcome to the podcast today. Today, I'm talking about a subject that's really close to my heart because I see so many people struggling with it, and that is how to set boundaries to protect your space and so that you can live a better life. I think setting boundaries is definitely something that we all struggle with from time to time, but some people are just such givers and love to make people happy that they really struggle to set boundaries for their own protection and personal space so that they can actually look after themselves and live their fullest and best life. So today, let's get into it in terms of setting boundaries, what to do, and how we can live well. So I don't know about you, but have you ever felt really exhausted, overwhelmed, or quite frankly, just simply over it, where you just want to throw in the towel. I think it's safe to say that most of us have been there and we've experienced feeling like this from time to time. For some of us, these feelings come up more regularly than for others. It gets to a point that you just want to let loose or scream because you just feel so overwhelmed when you're in that zone. And it's not much fun being on the receiving end of it either, let alone living with it yourself when you're feeling very frustrated. One of the reasons in the past that I have got to the point of this is because I have actually allowed it to happen. And when we're in the zone, we don't realize that we have allowed it to happen. We actually think that it's happening to us. But is it happening to us? I've realized that it's because I haven't set personal boundaries And that it's not the fault of the other people that I interact with, rather than it being my fault for not setting boundaries that I can live with and that keep me sane and protected and living my life the best way that I possibly can. The thing that makes personal boundaries difficult is that they're not really obvious to see. So other people can't see what our personal boundaries are. It's not like a fence that's all around us that protects us and stops people from crossing that fence boundary. It's more like an invisible laser line. And every time someone walks through that invisible laser line, it kind of is irritating to us. And then it becomes more and more and more irritating the more that that laser line is interfered with. So others aren't necessarily aware of what our boundaries are unless we make it clear through communication and our actions. And for some of us, creating boundaries can be really confronting, particularly if we like to please everyone around us. And let's face it, we all love to please other people and we often do things to please other people or to help other people to like us or think favorably of us. And we do this at our own expense. And that's what leads to resentment. So even though personal boundaries can be challenging to navigate, setting and communicating them is essential for our own health, well-being, 
and sometimes even our safety. So we have to really think about our safety and how boundaries do actually protect us. We can set boundaries for all kinds of things. So our personal space, work expectations in our relationships, our sexuality, emotions and thoughts, and our time and energy. Setting boundaries is essential for us all to live well and create a life that we love. If we're someone who gets trampled over all the time and we don't have clear boundaries, we are going to find things very difficult in life. And often we do this without even realizing that we have actually created the situation that we find ourselves in. So for example, with a client, we've made ourselves too accessible by answering their demanding emails on the weekend. I was actually reading a forum that I'm a part of, a lawyer's forum um, on Facebook, and someone had said, you know, that they had gone to meet a client during the week the weekend, like on a Sunday during her family time. And it was because the client had owed her money and she wanted to do as much for him as she could, even on a weekend and even at her expense, because she really wanted the money. Um, And so she was, in my mind, it's really digging a further hole and it's not setting a boundary where the client will respect your time if you're going to be meeting them on the weekend or answering their demanding emails on the weekend. So, you know, and then what happens if you've started out doing that because you haven't set strong boundaries, the client might throw a tantrum when you don't get right back to them because they're used to you answering an email on Saturdays. Or another example that we're probably all really familiar, familiar with is with our children. We, for example, you know, we allow them to come into the bathroom when we're having a shower and they linger and they pester and they want things um, and they're ruining your time of relaxation having a shower. But, you know, if we don't set boundaries and teach our children that we need that space and time, of course, they're going to continue to do that. Both of these examples are simply because of the boundaries we have created. We have allowed boundaries to be stretched out over time and we need to make them solid again. So let's try and understand the nuts and bolts of boundaries. It can be easy to confuse the word boundary as it's the idea of keeping yourself separate. But boundaries are actually connecting points since they provide healthy rules for navigating relationships, both personal and professional. Boundaries are simply the physical, emotional, and mental limits we establish to protect ourselves from being manipulated, used, or violated by others. It's human nature for us all to try and get our needs met in whichever way we need to. And this starts right from childhood. And some of us are more prepared than others to continue to push the boundaries of others or of organizations to ensure that their needs are met in a really easy, uncomplicated way. So having boundaries allows us to protect ourselves and make ourselves a priority, and it allows us to live well, whether that's in self-care, our work, career aspirations, or within the relationships that we have. To have healthy boundaries means that we respect ourselves and that we know that we're worthy of being treated well by others. To not set healthy boundaries is an indication 
that you don't value your self-worth. This is something that might be quite confronting, but it is true. We all know people around us who don't set healthy boundaries and we allow people to walk all over them and use them in different ways. It's very easy to see it when it's us looking in on someone else's life. And the reason that this happens is because they don't have um, a healthy level of self-worth. But what areas in your life do you not value yourself or your time or your energy? And where are you allowing people to walk over you? This is something that um, we often blame others for, others around us or our circumstances, such as our kids being demanding, for example. We think, oh, that's just our kids and you don't understand my kids can't be taught not to come into the bathroom while I'm having a shower. Or we blame our clients, oh, well, that's just a very difficult client or I work in a very difficult industry. Well, I know for me, working as a family lawyer, you know, clients are high demand, they're going through really emotional things. And if we don't set strong boundaries, those clients, because they are in a really tough time of their lives, they are going to be on the phone with us all weekend long. So we really do have to set clear boundaries to look after ourselves, but also to look after them as well. So maybe it is just that you haven't been setting strong enough boundaries rather than looking at the behavior of others, it's actually ourselves and what we will and won't accept. It's very easy to turn around and blame others for the things that are happening around us, but we certainly need to self-reflect and have a look at, you know, maybe it's just me that I haven't actually set a strong enough boundary or communicated that boundary to others. So these are just some examples that a lot of us can relate to, whether it be a client or our our children um, that are extending the boundaries. So to set boundaries successfully, it's really helpful to understand what your values are so that you can figure out where you'd like to set boundaries. So what's important to you? So for me, for example, it's really important to me that I have downtime So when it comes to work, it's really important to me that I have downtime and have the ability to spend time with my family and recharge. So I need to set really strong boundaries around my work. So for example, I don't have my mobile phone on my business card because I don't want clients ringing me on my personal mobile phone on the weekend. And I also don't check my emails on the weekend because there is nothing in my mind that I can do for a client on a Sunday anyway. And um, it's part of me setting strong boundaries that I don't work on a Sunday because my time with my family is a really high value that I hold close. So I set boundaries that are appropriate for that. So what is important to you? Take time to understand what the things you want to be doing in your life and the things that maybe you're currently not doing. Uh, It could be as simple as taking a shower without children coming in and demanding things of you, or it could be as simple as clients who are demanding your time on the weekend, you know, ways in which that violates your values and how you're going to set boundaries to make the changes of those things. 
Another example is you might feel like you've got a passion that you really want to do more of, but you just don't feel like you've got any time. Maybe it's because you aren't making enough time for your passions because you're not setting strong boundaries or creating boundaries around what people expect of you at work, like how late you're going to be staying at work and things like that, or what people at home are expecting of you. So what do you want in your life and what kind of boundaries can you put in place to teach the people around you uh, what is important to you and what you value? It's really important that with solid communication, we let people know what our boundaries are. And then we need to follow up that solid communication with actions. So what is important to you and what boundaries are you laying out? And also, if your boundaries are being violated by somebody, it's important that you communicate this in a kind and loving way right away. If you are someone that feels that people take advantage of you, you're probably right. And the reason that people take advantage is because it's human nature that if they don't know where the boundary is, that they are going to cross it because your boundaries and their boundaries are two completely different things. And without communicating to the people around you what your boundaries actually are, um, they're not going to know. So it's really, really important that we communicate exactly where the boundaries are. And as I said previously, at times we can have negative feelings towards situations, such as how work demands more time of us or our kids don't give us space or the way that family members or friends might treat us. But if we don't have an awareness to the reason that we feel this way, then it can be really tricky to change things. So in creating boundaries, the first thing that we need to do is bring awareness to the way that we're feeling about things and take responsibility for our part in not setting healthy boundaries rather than just being resentful or frustrated or angry about the situation that we find ourselves in. So to begin with, in the journey of setting healthy boundaries, We need to gain self-awareness to be able to set set successful boundaries in the future. So for example, pay close attention to situations where you lose energy or you feel a knot in your stomach or you feel resentful about something. Identifying where you need more space, more self-respect, energy or personal power is the very first step to being able to set healthy boundaries. I find that really interesting in my own life you know, when I'm starting to feel lethargic about things or, you know, you start getting a bit of a knot or annoyance or frustration and then, you you know, you outwardly start kind of looking at things and blaming others or circumstances for what's going on. But what's actually going on is you've allowed people to just sort of walk through that laser that I talked about earlier and it's like an irritation where they walk through it and you feel Um, invaded a little bit, but it comes out in us in all these different ways. So the first thing is actually identifying. I'm feeling really irritated. I'm feeling unhappy about that. I'm feeling really resentful about that, or I've got a knot in my stomach about something. And actually working out what it is that's causing that 
rather than just sitting with that irritation, exploring it a little bit and unpacking it and thinking, well, I'm feeling irritated about that because I'm feeling that I'm being taken advantage of, for example, and in being taken advantage of, that's really crossing my values and my boundaries. So I need to create a stronger boundary around that issue, or I need to stop acting in this way, taking these actions so that people think that it's okay for them to continue to cross that boundary. So it's really just about identifying it and unpacking it through how you feel and rather than outwardly pointing the blame, inwardly look and think about where is the boundary set? What am I doing to show people that it's okay for them to treat me like this? Am I not explaining it to them or communicating it to them? Or am I just allowing them to cross that boundary repeatedly, but I'm not actually communicating it in any way and I'm just continuing down the merry path so they're none the wiser. And once you're able to identify what's going on for you and that your boundaries have been crossed, the second step really is to be able to start setting some firm boundaries with grace and kindness. And oh my goodness, this can feel so uncomfortable at first, um, but it's so important that you take care of yourself and your personal power. And once you start to do this, you'll gain confidence and it will become so much easier. So the way that we can set boundaries is by communicating what those might be in a really kind, non-confronting way. And then we can start following up that communication with action or, you know, continuing to follow up the communication about the boundaries. So for example, at work, it might be that your value is that you really want to get home every night by six o'clock to spend important evenings with your family. And um, the boundaries are being crossed because your employer uh, expects you to be at work much later than that, but you've completed your work. So you need to really specify what your values are and um, try and work that out with your employer so that your boundaries aren't completely crossed all the time because your personal time is so, so important. If you want to live well and healthy and, and, you know, be successful, we do need to have downtime as well. And I really encourage you to um, ensure that you, you make space for your own personal time. Learning to say no is so important And it's a simple word that really does protect us and protect our boundaries. And we don't need a reason or a justification to say no. It can just simply be no. And I am not sure why, as women, we always feel the need to say yes. But even I'm compelled all the time to say yes, even though it's to my detriment. I don't know why it is that we have that built in us. But the reality is, is we don't need to be saying yes to everything. Some things just don't work and it just doesn't work and we don't need to justify it. I was having lunch with a friend the other day. She's a very smart lawyer friend of mine who was telling me about her nanny and her nanny asked for some time off. She's only just started. Um, She's asked for this time off and it was a very short notice and inconvenient And even though it was at her expense where she would have to juggle things around and, you know, make sure she was at home for the kids, even though she was paying the nanny, she felt compelled 
to try and give her the time and to work out all these different kinds of scenarios to make it happen. And I know for me as an employer, I've done this so many times and I don't know why, but you know, like there's nothing wrong with actually just saying, no, sorry, it doesn't work this time. Um, and that's for all areas in your life. No, maybe not just employing people, but also with your kids or with your, you know, people you work with, your family or friends, your husband. Anyway, her husband encouraged her to say no without reason, just because it didn't suit. And it was revolutionary to her that she could say no without any justification. And, you know, sometimes the answer is just no, and we don't actually need to be giving a whole spiel or reason as to why it doesn't work or, you know, what the whole thing is behind it. So even though saying no can be really daunting sometimes, guess what? No is. It's a complete sentence, completely on its own. Just no. You can say no without explanation or without emotionally laboring over it. You can just simply say no, and that is totally okay. In the past few years, I've really been tuning into the way that I feel about requests from people or doing things from people and whether it gives me a low energy or I feel annoyed or resentful about something. And I have learned that these things are simply the things that are crossing my boundary and it's usually me that is allowing it. And I really hate feeling like that and living with those unresolved feelings. So the best way for me to deal with it is to recognize that I feel like that and to set boundaries that are healthy for me so that I don't have to harbor those feelings anymore. And I encourage you to do the same. If your boundaries are being crossed or you're unhappy about an area in your life, you know, maybe it's rather than looking outward at how things might change for you, look inward at how you can make the changes by setting stronger boundaries. And the other thing I just want to say about it is that it's not very fair to be placing resentment or blame on other people, which is what we often do, um, especially if they're unaware that we're feeling like that and we've never actually verbally expressed our boundaries in the past, past. We just rather stew on it and sort of give out this energy and vibes to the universe and to the people around us when really it's us that hasn't actually set the boundary. The other thing I just want to say about boundaries is that they can be flexible. They don't have to be in concrete or in stone. Life isn't actually quite that simple and straightforward, unfortunately. It is fine for us to take a pause from time to time, reassess our boundaries, We don't want to be too rigid and feel like there's no flexibility within us either. So, you know, life is full of different circumstances and we simply can't predict everything of, you know, what the future holds. So we need to, you know, be flexible in our boundaries, but strong at the same time. Now, I just want to quickly say that there is a caveat to all of this, of course, and this is when it comes to defining and asserting your boundaries, it's even trickier if you or anyone that you love has mental health issues, depression, anxiety, or history of past trauma. So if it is challenging for you because of any of these things, um, make sure that you do go and see a health professional that can assist you with these issues. The other way that it can be really challenging too 
is that if you are starting to realize that some of the issues that you're having in your life is simply because you have not set strong enough boundaries in long-term relationships or employment, uh, it can be a, where you've had extended boundaries for a really long period of time. It's really difficult sometimes to bring them in to action because people are quite shocked that you are now feeling like you want to set stronger boundaries. So, you know, it's an idea to possibly go and get some professional help about these issues if you're struggling to do it all on your own. And that's totally fine and okay. And if it helps you to grow and be, um, you know, stronger in your life moving forward and to live well in a way that you really want to live and helps, you know, your mental health, then 100% setting good quality, strong boundaries and getting help to go and do that is something that's really, really important. Healthy boundaries are there to help us. And if we have a good ability to set personal boundaries, we truly can experience life in a such better way. So think of setting the boundaries as fortifying our relationships with others rather than building walls to keep people out. The other thing about boundaries that is really interesting, they do other really important things for us. They can clue us in on behavior that might be harmful or dishonest or not within our values. This is where our gut comes in. And we've all had stories from our gut or messages from our gut. And it's time to tune in and listen to our gut because this is tied to our boundaries. Think about it as the front door to our home or apartment. And if someone breaks it in and breaks it down, we know that there's a problem. So if someone is repeatedly pushing or violating our boundaries, this is our, our gut will tell us. So listen to your gut. These are red flag situations and it's really important that we listen to enable them to protect and care for us. You can also ask people in your life if you are pushing any boundaries of theirs. It's really a great way to build upon your relationship and build relationships and build trust. Sometimes we can be pushing boundaries upon other people and it's not because we intentionally do that. It's because we're unaware of what their boundaries are because maybe they've never communicated them to us because all this stuff is really hard. It's not easy. It's leveling up. And um, it's not easy to always have these conversations, even with the people that we're really close to. So start a conversation and ask the people around you if you are pushing any of their boundaries and bring a self-awareness into your life around the way that you are towards other people. So good boundary setting, it creates peace and harmony in our lives. It allows us to grow and it strengthens us and gives us the space that we need to rejuvenate. When we rejuvenate, we get to live well. We have better wellness and more success. So I encourage you today to think about your boundaries. Think about the way that you feel about the situations and people around you and whether or not you can step up and take responsibility for allowing people to continue to walk through that laser, that invisible laser that gets pushed all the time and to really think about ways that you can start to set stronger boundaries 
for all the people around you so that you can live a better life. Well, that's all I have for you today. And I really hope that you've enjoyed the podcast. And I would love for you to subscribe on um, Apple. All you need to do is go into your Apple and push the subscribe button. And what that means is that every time a new podcast drops every Tuesday, my podcast will pop up and you will know that there's a new one to listen to. If you'd love to know more about me, you can find me over at caroliefontanelli.com or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook under Carolee Fontanelli as well. And you can check out my everyday healthy while living as a lawyer. And yeah, it would be great to connect with you. Until next time, see you later.